Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 7.46. I'm Dave Cohen. Tommy's off today. Mark Rose is working, though. He's the president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Good morning, Mark. Dave, good morning. How are you? I'm doing all right. You're here for Monday Morning Markets with Mark. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Uh, last week, uh, overall, pretty good for the markets, huh? Hey, but I think the market has been, It first of all, it eclipsed the 36,000 uh, mark for the Dow, it's about 36.2 right now. And over the past week or so, I think it's just been trading sideways. First, it had about a five, 500 point run up when a growing number of people are expecting the Fed to lower interest rates as early as March. So you've got a, it, it's a, it's a small group. It's a minority group because I think the, the consensus is they might lower rates, but it would be later in the year. And many are expecting maybe July. So the second half of 2024. But that, you know, we've got accumulated uh, information that is maybe pointing to uh, them to take action earlier. They've been sitting on their hands for the past several months, and they even admitted, you know, in- interest rate increases that we did earlier in the year and back in 22 have yet to be felt. And I'm glad they, one, they knew it, but I'm glad they said it because I yeah. was thinking the same thing. It's like and maybe they mean you know, by the that, general economy, but I know individuals are feeling those rate hikes. Oh, oh, it's it's punishing. It's it's uh, punishing, and and it's not just that. Tommy and I were speaking about it last week. Uh, they it, it, that gets all the attention, but monetary policy is a two pronged approach. It's interest rates and the changes in rates, and then you have the money supply. So the money supply. They have been pulling uh, money out in the past 18 months, have taken a trillion dollars out of the economy. And it's been the first time since the money supply fell since 1933. That was back right after the Great Depression. So, I mean, what they're doing, the combination of what they're doing has been very, very aggressive. I've said that many times. And being in banking, I mean, you feel it. And it's like, well, you know, somebody might not have the best idea of. What do you mean that you know money's t- taken out of the money supply to, to somebody that might not be close to that business? They might not be feeling that uh, as aggressively as when we see it, you know, th- through the banking system. But we've got last week included a, a growing number of of economic indicators that point to the economy is definitely slowing. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about this. factory orders. They're down. Right? Factory orders were down almost four percent just for one month. Wow. So that that is aggressive in and of, of itself. Uh, consumer credit. Uh, the previous month it was up twelve billion. Eight billion was expected, but only five billion came in. So out of all the economists to saying, well, the consumer credit it's, it's not going to grow at the clip it's already grown. I think the consumer. I know the consumer is running out of steam, Dave. I mean, credit card balances are at all time highs. Lending in general is at all time highs. And uh, it, people are, are spending their checking and savings balances. I see that anecdotally uh, just from going to work. And then, uh, you know, they, they and I see more people withdrawing from their 401k plans that I've ever seen before. I mean, it's not like 
you know, 80% of the people at work are doing that, but it's, I may have seen 10 and uh, out of a 150 person workforce, but what I haven't seen 10, I don't think in my whole career uh, combined. I mean, you just don't see people withdrawing money from their for what they do. Yeah, in and, and I've heard more and more about lenders advising people, hey, just borrow against your 401k. And, but, you know, that a, was that was sacred ground not too long ago. Oh, you we, didn't do that. Exactly. Well, we did a piece on that time and I did a piece on a Friday segment. Where I was I was saying, well, that that is a source of funds. And please stop short of withdrawing the money. You're going to pay the taxes on the money, and then you're going to pay a 10% government penalty if you're not old enough to make that withdrawal. So it's very punitive to draw it out, to say nothing of. You're destroying the long-term, just the accumulation of that money for retirement reasons. And for people to make those decisions, I mean, you can tell their backs are up against the wall. And that's really a live for today to hell with tomorrow kind of approach with things. It's it's, it's, – it's just so destructive. I hate to see that you know come across my desk. But we had November's employment report came out. Economists were expecting 190,000 new jobs. It came out at 199, but that was far weaker than on the surface. We had 50,000 of those people coming back to work after the UAW strike. So this was ah, so definitely these are not lower. new jobs. These are jobs yeah, that were on strike that just returned. Well, you had the. I think the writers uh, guild in, in uh, uh, Hollywood writers came back off a strike and then UAW, which made up a large portion of that number. So you had maybe 150,000 new jobs created far below the 190 expected. And that equals the previous month of 150,000. So these are low numbers. These are low numbers of you know new jobs created. So it suggests that the economy is slowing. And, and with the, the factory orders, and the durable goods orders have dropped for five straight months. So people aren't buying the big ticket items. Uh, uh, car prices that were very inflated were said uh, over the weekend to be falling, especially used car prices because they had such a run up. So you've got, you know, you've got a little bit of in, in, in pockets of the economy. You've actually got deflation happening. We've seen gas prices come down, and oh, now man, yeah. prices. I saw gas prices for two twenty-seven a gallon at one station over the weekend. That was, as a driver, refreshing. But wow, and it's still two ninety at other stations. So quickly, Mark, we're running out of time. Uh, what should we expect on the markets this week? Well, I think we're going to have uh, CPI and PPI numbers coming out. I think it's going to be uh, zero, and that's going to be reported in a couple of days. Fed meets in two days. No expectation of, of rate changes, um, as, as we discussed earlier. So I think it's going to be a trading sideways week to anticipate this news coming up. All right. Expect things to kind of settle where they're at. Don't look for big losses or big gains, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Trading sideways with Mark Rosa here on WWL. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Mark. You, Have a great week. We'll talk to you on Friday. You too, sir. Mark Rosa here on WWL. All right. More of your calls and texts in the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line coming up next. People are riled up about this deputy-involved shooting in Metairie overnight where a police officer shot up a car full of kids as a driver was fleeing from deputies and ramming into police cars. And many of the media headlines we're seeing this morning are emphasizing the fact that a cop shot at a car full of kids. Is that the real story here? Did the officer even know there were children in the car? Is it fair irresponsible to have headlines like that we'll talk about it some more after this 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.